Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Ooh, it's very clubby. I need it, man. Yeah. I need to pick me up. I've already done my five-hour energies. We're doing club music the rest of the morning. Yeah, but you got to be You need somebody. to get into coffee, dude. I'm telling I, you. I, coffee doesn't do it for me. I'm telling you. He's a five-hour energy guy. It is the only thing that makes me feel like I just took an amazing nap. I thought you were going to say the worst. <laughs> I know. Were, that's the difference between you and party. I know. I was like, <laughs> we have PTSD. So both Jeff and I are like, oh, bracing for it. But also, if I zone out, it's because I'm crashing already on it this morning. So, you know, later on this this morning, we'll, we'll see how it affects me. Right. It's 546. Don't worry. Good morning. You're up. You're walking around. You're alive. Uh, there is colds going around. Like, everybody I know is sick. I walked in. I heard somebody blowing their nose. And then I came in the studio, and I bounced. You got the sniffles. Yesterday, you had... I, I, I sniffed on the mic, and I... <laughs> I think we're, we're going to double that quotient today. We're, we're, we're all, like, count. high alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, I get morning allergies. It's the only time. So, party always thinks it's this building. So, party's out with... Yes. Uh, he still has a bug, but he'll be back eventually. Um... He claims it's this building. Yeah, there's like, something like in the mm. air, like the vents and something. It, I, I think it's just my house because of the cats and the cat litter. I slept downstairs where the cat litter is. So I'm. Do you ever not sure. sleep I'm downstairs? With you, I'm with you, you, make, you make it sound like, oh, this was a one-off. I had to sleep downstairs I, last night. It's like every guys, day this listen, week. Secretly, I, I kind of enjoy it. And my wife likes to have the bed and like be a starfish and spread out and sprawl. I mean... I yeah, kind of like having I know, my but space don't get down too there. used to that. Yeah. Once this is done, it, it goes back to life as normal. So you know, which you're... is you sleeping in the basement. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's hello. Let me raise my hand. Here. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Jeff. Can I get an amen? Uh, we're gonna break. Uh, it's gonna be hot today, though. Um, like yesterday, so the heat index could get up there. 89 tomorrow, Saturday 84. Could get some goofy weather tomorrow. We'll do news headlines on the way. What has happened in the overnight to talk Ooh, about? Oh boy, NCAA investigation of the Husker football program. News conference yesterday to give us some of the details, which Not is great. The story is a little bit uh, intriguing, but the most intriguing thing we'll talk about uh, about that press conference yesterday is I thought the body language between That's our new AD saying. Trev yeah. Alberts and Scott Frost. I don't think Scott was happy to uh, have. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show. Well, we are less than two weeks away from the Huskers' uh, season opener against Illinois, and boom. Big news conference yesterday. The NCA is investigating the University of Nebraska's football program. Which always sounds terrible, right? Doesn't sound good. But it doesn't mean the end of the world. Basically, how how do you practice with players in the offseason? There's a limited schedule of when coaches can be around them. Yeah. And these are, what do they call them, advisors? Uh, yes. Analysts. Analysts, Analysts. yes. Um, so it's some kind of wrinkle on that rule. <sighs> Of who all it was was the players were practicing. Right. right? It's a little story. But Trev Alberts has promised full um, 
you know, we're not going to hide anything. You know how the, the, the yeah, department the down there didn't all, like it, yeah, transparency. Yeah. He, which he's proving it right out of the yeah. gate. He's like, we're going to get up. We're going to talk about it. I think that Scott Frost did not look happy to be there. Yeah, no. the bot, yeah, his arms were crossed. He looked kind of pout, like the kid that got yelled at by dad, and he's got to stand up there and apologize. Well, because he's being investigated, he's yeah. lawyered up. Um, so it could possibly. I mean, if they come down on this, he could I face suspension from games. I mean, the NCAA doesn't yeah. care. I was going to say it's they it's don't care at all. Sexual assault? No. Okay, we're good there. Were we paying players? No, we're good there. What did you do? We just did some unsanctioned right. practice. Like, what, what happened? Why he's mad is another school ratted him out for it. That's what always happens. Oh, really? So they were probably that's what, how they all get caught. They all rat Iowa. each other out. So it was probably Iowa. Somebody ratted him out. But the body yeah. language was funny because his arms were crossed. Uh, Scott Frost were like party said or bounce. I'm sorry, you've, you're so similar. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and then he was kind of leaning away. Yeah, and I like Trev, and Trev a couple times put his hand yeah. on him, like, "Hey, buddy, so like, like, like six feet away." They were so yeah. He was bringing him closer. Yeah, and so to me, it looked like Trev was a politician who's cheated on his wife, <laughs> and Scott was standing by his man. <laughs> I'm not happy to be here, but and you're totally to taking me to Red Lobster after this, <laughs> but I'll stand here. It looked like right that he was being like, "I have sinned," but but she's still here. And then right? they get in the limo on the ride home, and like, "Don't even look at Don't. me." They're like, I thought that went well. You're like, we're not friends. She goes, don't look at me, and I'm ordering all of the appetizers. (laughs) And eating none of them. (laughs) I'll take the filet, uh, the scallops, and lobster. Oh, by the way, I'm allergic to shellfish. Just go ahead and get that to another table. So I'm going to try and be positive with these guys, because I think Moose was too laissez-faire, and um, I think Trev's going to get stuff done. But he knows he needs him and Scott got to be on the same. They got to be buds. Do you think Trev though? They're both winners. They're they're type A. Yeah, it's it's a month into it, and he's like, "Come on, man, can't you just let me? Like, do I really have to do one of these press conferences a month into my my?" First they kind of did know, have to. Days. They had to sort of like clear the air before the because oh, yeah, uh, nobody had really somebody story. picked up the story. This action, I can't remember what the name of the website was, and they had like the whole all the details. Oh, yeah. And I so it's like get CBS out ahead of it. Before. News, uh, ESPN has the headlines. I'm like, come on, you're you're making it look worse than it is, guys. Because this is the time of year when there's a doldrum of sports stuff to talk about. And then next week just the happens spin up to, to football, be, so so you're feeding the machine. You what know? if it was Illinois? I mean, <laughs> who ratted us? Anyways, uh, COVID vaccination booster shots are coming September 20th. That was the announcement from the White House yesterday. Adults 18 and older who received the Pfizer or Moderna two dose vaccination, you're up for a third dose eight months after your second shot happened. Does that annoy so, you guys? No. no, I wish no I would be like, can I get it now? Yeah, I have no problem with it at all. I've done mine second one. I mean, Jeff, you clearly survived your second one. Yeah, but then Some I had people, to sleep all day yesterday. I was, <laughs> yeah, it knocks you out a little bit. Have you guys ever seen the movie yeah. Prometheus? No. Yes, I love it. So at the beginning of Prometheus, it's a sci-fi movie. It's in the Alien series. It's supposed to be the origin story. Yep. But the idea is they show a, a spaceship land on a planet, and they drop this man, this giant naked man. They're supposed to be the original... Uh, sentient beings. Of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they call them the architects, and they make worlds. And they, what they do is they spread their own DNA. So the guy lands on this beautiful planet, and then he takes this like drinks this goo, and it immediately breaks down all of his DNA, and his body mm-hmm. just falls apart into a river. Is that what you felt like? And that's, that's where we came from, guys. That's what was happening inside of my body yesterday. <laughs>
as the vaccine was just breaking down everything inside me, and I just slept through the day. And sunk those in the spike couch. proteins were working hard, yeah. friend. That's was, a good thing, though. I, I mean, mean, he did sleep through our meeting, so yeah, I slept all day. We had a meeting was at that... one o'clock, and he wasn't on it. Yeah, I slept from one until like six o'clock. <laughs> I was wondering. He texts me. He's like, "What did I miss? I slept through it." Our boss Rick is probably wondering because that's the second one he's missed because he was golfing the last time and now sleeping this one. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to be. Introduced to your new boss. Yes. Or, I mean, he's missing new to, he's, all of the meetings. He's, he's new to us. He's new. Yeah, he's new, new we, to us. We'd never met he's, him before, or I had met him before, and now his first two run-ins were that Jeff is always either golfing or sleeping, <laughs> yeah. which is not untrue. I hyped you up, though. Good. If that makes you feel better, I anyway. love it. He's he's a great sleeper. Uh, CHI Health and Creighton University are gearing up to help the CDC do an analysis of what happens after COVID, like. A person gets the virus, and now the thing is, is that we got to figure out, like, okay, post-infection, what are the long-term effects? And I guess Creighton University is going to be part of that study, along with CHI Health. They're going to work together, um, and that is the the Nebraska hospital that's going to be chosen. getting into the weeds on long haulers and all that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're calling it clinical characteristics of post-acute COVID-19, long-term effects of the virus. And... um, it's a big honor. I mean, like the CDC is like, yep, we chose you, Creighton and CHI Health, to make to make this happen. The, uh, I was sent a party this really neat story because he he had COVID. And we think he's over it, but I think he just has this flu that everyone has. Yeah, there is a flu going all around Omaha. But there was a neat story yesterday talking about how have you guys ever heard of Epstein Barr? Yes, yeah. it's it's a virus that most people get at some point in their life, but the effects of it in, on you when you have it is almost kind of like a bad flu. It's a virus. But then it goes dormant, but it's always in your body for the rest of your life. It never goes away. It's just dormant. And one of these theories, I thought this was interesting, that they thought that the effects of COVID, the stress on your body and the Mm -hmm. fatigue might reawaken Epstein-Barr. Really? Yes. I mean, I've heard that before about like um, when you get, when you've had mono, like there are things where it's like, if you can be sick, it can have like triggering effects and like your body right. can like remember like the right. mono symptoms so type the of thing. Brain fog and all that stuff that they were, this is just a theory uh, that we refer to as the long haulers after COVID. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. it's not COVID, it's Epstein Barr being reawakened. Well, we, you said the mono, but uh, we had someone here at work that had COVID uh, like, like last year. Uh, and just recently felt sick, but she said it was mono. They're like, you are COVID free, but you have mono. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, because we probably are now all attributing everything to COVID. Well, I mean, it's just a matter of like, you know, we, because. I'm like, Doc, I've been sleeping with hookers and now I want to pee at birds. Obviously. COVID? They're like, you should wear no. a condom, sir. You should make better life choices and also see somebody about that. Here's a prescription for antibiotics. Right. <laughs> Disney guests can pay to skip the line at rides. How much so is that? So up until now, actually not that bad. Bounced fifteen to twenty bucks oh, a day. Oh, that's worth it. Yeah, but this that's wasn't already it. available. I thought that this. So was they already... had that fast pass. Like people would get that. Remember that was the big thing where it's like, oh, I got the fast pass, so I can go to the front of the line. You paid a little extra for that um, to get into that. This is the, now their app, the Genie app, and it debuts this fall in both Disneyland and Disney World. And the idea is, is like you go on the app and you pick out like what stuff. Like I absolutely dying to see the frozen princesses or i so want to go have that um drink at the you know cantina at star wars and it will help 
and make an itinerary for you. But how affordable is it? Because then everyone will do the genie. I mean, the genie has to price itself out, or all of us rabble are going to do it. But like twenty bucks, some some people, especially you know, family. Is it like per person? Is it just like? If I do it for me, like I can still get the whole family, or is it like they didn't break down? For, I'm sure okay. it's per person. Yeah. I was going to say I would then, imagine it's per person, but yeah. I don't. They, they didn't go per- into specifics about the app. They just said logic would dictate that it's per right. person. It's not fifteen dollars. If twenty five kids, it's fifteen dollars at Disney World and twenty dollars at Disneyland. But I mean, this is just hell on earth. They're talking about waiting. I'm sure this is normal. Waiting ninety minutes. Yeah. Um, in the line. For, for riding Peter Pan's way. flight, I'm like I would throw myself off a bridge. We went to in Branson, uh, the longest um, uh, Silver Dollar City, and some of the stuff like the, Riley was very limited on what she wanted to get on, but the ones she did want to get on were like 15 minute waits. I was like, what? That's out That's of my, nothing. Like, I know, but like at the time, this is post COVID. I mean, this just in the spring. And it's like, you know, after everything we went through last year, 15 minutes isn't that bad to stand in line. Did you get mad at all? Did you, did you snap on that trip? Yeah. Well, no, I did. Emily did it me because I get, I don't get car sick, but I felt sick and I kept complaining about it. That was that was the only time I got yelled at, I guess. You're the She's reason like, why everyone complaining. else is miserable, right? He's- I opened a bottle of, uh, of, of brandy at night. They were in bed and... I opened it, thought, you know, all right, everybody's in bed. And she texted me immediately. She goes, did you just open up booze? I was like, yeah, I did, okay? Everybody was like, I was tired. Don't yell at me. She's the booze patrol. (laughs) She is not, I mean, she's got, like, she's got you on lockdown. I know. I think that goes. like, listen, I know that that's a really high-end $10 bottle of I think that goes under the category of wife, right? Booze patrol? No! You think I patrol Peter? Are you kidding me? No, but I'm just saying, if we're going to do the division of labor, that doesn't seem like that would line traditionally on the mail side. Peter, do you need to have that drink at, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning I've never said that. To really? him ever in my life. No. Huh. I. If anything, I would be like, ooh, is the bar light on? I will join you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Molly. It's 618 in the morning. You are listening to The Big Party Show. Remember to uh, tap that app. You can download the Channel 941 app. We got uh, the podcast on there. Got the podcast, to Mr. Bounce. Some, some I, just to somebody, yeah. I just got a text from somebody going, who is this? I'm Bounce. I'm in the afternoons typically, but, you know, with party all bedsided and ill. I said it's Jeff, and she said, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that's the good. other guy? That's, Who's this other guy? Yeah, Molly? No, that's, that's, that's Bounce. That's we'll be me. back. <laughs> You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. A grand Thursday that it might be. 6.26 a.m. on the Big Party Morning Show. Thanks for hanging out with us. You know, we got a great app. Uh, the Channel 941 app. Like all apps, it's free. It's free. And, and fun stuff. It actually is pretty slick. Like, we've had uh, various versions of apps over the years, and we really do dig this one. Very easy to use. Very clean. I use it to check on our podcast. Like, you can listen to the Big Party Show. You can hit this open mic. And send us a message. It's just cool. And it's really easy to win stuff. Um, 
Yeah. And all and the information like, on shows. There's the, uh, we've got the 90s 2K fun that's coming. And you can like so tap that app because it's next Saturday. Yeah, and the 28th. When, when I say, like, this is the like, 90s and 2K, I mean, from TLC, Shaggy, LFO, CNC Music Factory, Bone Thugs, and, and Mona Mark Miami. McGrath. <laughs> yeah, only about Sugar Ray. So Mark Sugar McGrath. Ray, yeah, Mark McGrath. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll sing all the Sugar Ray songs. CNC right. Music Factory will be crazy. Everybody um, Bone Thugs and Harmony, LFO, O-Town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is O-Town, nothing at all? Yeah. All, all or nothing. All or nothing. Middle school. I did a play on this. Oh, it was great. I'm sure it was terrible. <laughs> Nickel Middle School. They're going to look into your eyes. They're probably, what, in their 40s now? Here, start over from the beginning. All right, now play mine. All right. Yep. Same song? <laughs> you had blown, like, mind blown when you told me this. <laughs> Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. O-Town, you have stolen from Brian Adams, a great Canadian man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, maybe not steal. I feel like Borrowed. there would have been. It, it, they, they sampled, but I've looked it up and there's no history. Dude, we just find a reason for Brian Adams to look for a lawsuit and no. be like, hey, oh, no, no. 20 years later or so, more than that. I think this is, I don't think there's anything that's happened over at that ta- Tom Hannafin Park. So it's on the Council yeah, Bluff yeah. side, right at the, at the edge of you do the, the Bob Carey Bridge. That's a, a great, great view of the city. Yep. But, but we did a ton of stuff with it. But last year they had the flood and then we had COVID. So this is neat to be getting back. It's a great setup when you see a show there. We did Taco Fest. We've done some concerts. Um, so we're giving away tickets on the app to yep. this. Tap it. App. And it's next Saturday. So by the end of the week, you got to get in for it, which is what, tomorrow, I guess? I just remember O-Town um, that after they broke up. So O-Town is, is a tribute to Orlando, and it's where all the boy bands came from, NSYNC, Backstreet oh, Boys. And okay. o- O-Town was like the last one to the party. And then they had a couple of good songs, you know, in the, the heyday of the boy bands, which would be, what, late 90s, early 2000s. But I remember, I think it was Ashley. Ashley Parker Angel. So, that's... so they gave Ashley Parker Angel his own reality show. And I'm oh, kind of wow. trying to remember and paraphrase, but I remember seeing this on MTV. Ashley is the, at the time, is the only, he's gone solo. So the rest of the guys in O-Town had to go get real jobs. So on the reality show, Ashley shows up at one of the former guys' house because he's performing that night. And he's like, he still has spiky hair. The other guy <laughs> now works at like a Costco, right? Yeah. Oh he, my gosh. And he's married. Like the, the the guy's moved on with his life and Ashley's got spiky hair. And he's like, you guys, are you guys coming to my show tonight? And the guy's like, I got to pull a double. <laughs> if I can get someone to cover, I'll go see. And because Ashley can sing O-Town songs. And the guy's wife, while they're talking about it, calls down at the venue and they're like, we just canceled the show from lack of ticket sales. Oh, no. It's, oh, my gosh. It's in the reality Humbling. show. It's in the reality oh. show. Yeah, it says he was in Wicked. And this is the funny thing. Molly, in the meeting yesterday, someone brought up, wasn't Ashley Parker Angel part of O-Town? I don't remember how it got brought up. We're like, no, what? No, I don't I don't know who that is. Jeff, you were sleeping through the meeting, of course. But well, it got Obviously, I didn't need I, to be there. I, I now see. Yes, we talked I had already, a lot. I had already <laughs> passed the tests. <laughs> 
Right. Yeah, so now you you were right. Okay, Ashley Parker Angel was O-Town. But yeah, tap that app and you can get those tickets there. That's pretty slick. What were you uh, uh, a fan, Molly, of any of these? Would of uh, no of, of, of like if that that Shaggy? lineup? Oh, no. Shaggy's great. Uh, TLC. Oh, I thought you meant of O Town. No, uh, no, no. Uh, oh. TLC. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. I would like to see Mark McGrath. He is like the nicest guy. Really is right. The hardest working guy. Like seriously, and is just genuine. such a good. Like I think that would be fun. I think he'd put on a good show. We, he was the headliner of the last Edge Fest that I ever did. Um, was was um, Sugar Ray. And, and was he nice? It's super nice. And 98 Degrees is huge. So 98 Degrees is going to be on that bill. Um, those guys are all still hunky dudes, right? CNC Music Factory, LFO, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. No, Bone Thugs would be a fun one, I guess. Yeah, it's... What was um, I'm I'm assuming Bone Thugs and Harmony is probably going to beat up O Town backstage, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a throwdown. And here's the thing: we're burying the lead. Um, the one of the celebrity DJs that's there is Chris Kirkpatrick from Insane. Oh yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah, it, isn't he doing the post show? Isn't he going to want to get up and, oh, no, that's and, and go to work? Um, if you're one of the Insync dudes, do you want to have to introduce 98 Degrees and O Town? You could pop and lock those guys, well, well, you know, yeah, out of town. All, right. They all came up following your your gig. And Brian McFadden, it, is it Faden or Fadden? He's from Omaha. Brian McFadden, yeah. Yeah. From, Not a good dude. Not um, a good dude. Back was, in the MTV days, he's also going to be a part of the hosting with that, too. So, that's so there you go, people. Do you need more incentive to tap the damn app? Do it! Do it. It's 633. What's coming up on Celebrity News? Scarlett Johansson had her baby. She and Colin Jost find out who they welcomed and the name. It's adorable. Stick around. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. On the Big Party Morning Show. That might be one of the songs that Olivia Rodrigo performs when she is at the MTV VMAs. Saw that. They just announced the lineup. um, And obviously they'll be adding names to the list, but it's good. Olivia Rodrigo will be making her MTV VMA debut, as will Lil Nas X. Camille Cabello, Lord is coming back after four years hiatus to perform all of her new music. Machine Gun Kelly is also on the list. So this is all going to be happening September 12th out in Brooklyn's Barclays Center. But the MTV Video Music Awards are going to have quite the stellar lineup. Leading nominations uh, for wins are Justin Bieber and Megan The Stallion. So who is it, knows? Is this Maybe. the 40th anniversary of MTV? Is that what it was, or something like that? I mean, are they? I want to say that's what a big thing was. You think it's think the so. 40? You think it's the 40th anniversary? You think yeah. been of doing MTV? The M- no, just MTV no. being um, MTV. I don't think so. No, that's way too late. It's not that old, is it? I think it is. I think it is. I think I. 80s would be the 80s. Yeah, those people are 40 now. It's true. 1981, like August 1st, 1981. Oh, so there you go. It just, just celebrated. I don't think anybody was watching it, though, until like mid-80s. I watched They didn't have any content. I no. mean, music videos were, I mean, they probably had like three music videos. Because haven't you ever but... seen the history when they interviewed those VJs? They said they broadcast it out of New Jersey, but you couldn't hear it in New Jersey. You, know, a, you couldn't watch it in yeah, New Jersey. There were a bunch of radio guys that were all like, I want to go back to my radio gig. This MTV thing sucks. There's And they would go in and tape the episodes like public access. And then after like a month or so, they're like, let's go down to New York City, you know, go down to Manhattan and do like a meet and greet. And they show up and they're celebrities. 
None of them yeah. were, you know, this thing was blowing up like mm-hmm. a band in Europe, and then you go back to the States, and everyone's like, oh my God, you're the person on TV. There's, the there's a documentary I watched, I think it was on like Vice, if anybody ever gets that, but like it was yeah. behind the 90, it was like an MTV documentary of how it started. I was like, I've fallen in the rabbit hole of watching tons of documentaries, and I was watching that, and I didn't watch MTV until like late '90s, and didn't really care that much. So it was just kind of cool to see the history and how it started. And I would think it's seen. It was obviously it was very important in the early days in the '80s, but its probably peak was late '90s with uh, TRL and, bands, Car- and yeah. Carson Daly. Yeah, just because how much the, how much power they had. They mm-hmm. always had so much power musically of influencing the music that we listen to, but. Since the late 90s, they pivoted to just being a reality television vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of ridiculousness on. Not a lot of music anymore. <laughs> yeah, but they're the original guys, the, the real world and, and road rules. But now it's just ridiculousness. You watch it. Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost had a baby boy and they named him Cosmo. It's that no photos. Kramer? Just, Cosmo uh, Kramer. That's what everybody's going to think. Is it named yeah. after Seinfeld Kramer? <laughs> I don't know. They didn't give anything. What was funny was that they he put the post on Instagram and it was like a two uh, paneled one. And the first one was like, you know, his name is Cosmo. We love him very much. And then the second one is privacy would be appreciated for all inquiries. Please contact our publicist at at Che Thanks, which is Michael, Michael Che. <laughs> so Michael Che's like, wait, what? So everybody's just supposed to bug him. If they want anything to know about it. My uh, brother has a dog named Cosmo, but he's named after Kramer. Yeah. Cosmo. Is but he? Th- I'm curious. And, and it's not making fun of the name. I'm just genuinely curious. I've never met a Cosmo. Like Cosmo Kramer is not a real person. Like how many Cosmos? What is the most famous Cosmo out there? And what you have a nickname? Mo? Do you go by Mo? Maybe? No, or? I would think you'd go by Cos. Cosy. Or you just go I mean, by We Cos- call the dog Cosy. Oh, so yeah. there you go. All right. Um, I mean, you know, as far as a name, the only other time I ever heard it was like in Moonstruck. I think one of the guy's names was Cosmo. Uh, I guess it's a British Italian male surname. It means order, decency, and beauty. Fancy. Wow. I know. I wonder if they got what, like went down that baby name site. Man, when you are pregnant and you're picking names, you really do go down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Like you're like, well, I can't name the kid that. That means jerk (laughs) in like, you know, (laughs) Somali or something. um, If you guys saw Garth Brooks last Saturday like Bounce did, you are lucky because like he uh, said he might do, they canceled the rest of the tour dates. He said that going into the Lincoln show last Saturday. He goes, we're going to do the show tonight and then next week we're going to reassess if we do any more going forward. So very, that's pretty cool. You have no idea. I remember seeing Pearl Jam back in the day, and then they at Red Rocks, and they canceled the tour right after the night I saw them, and they didn't tour again for like two years. Oh, it could be I'm just saying you guys Garth, could be yeah. lucky. No, I mean, I hopefully he, he comes right back, but you guys yeah. saw an epic show. Oh, it was amazing, the best. All right, pretty cool. Uh, Garth Brooks canceling the rest of the tours for the time being. Six fifty. It's a big party show on Channel ninety four one. This is What's Trending on the Big Party Morning Show. Everybody's going to be asked to roll up their sleeves once again. The COVID vaccination booster shots are coming September 20th. So the big announcement came yesterday from the White House. Adults 18 and older who received the Pfizer or uh, Moderna two-dose vaccination, you're up for a third dose eight months after you got that last Dose. Yeah, the president unveiled the whole plan. He was like leaning in on the podium trying to read the prompter like, everybody needs to get the third shot. 
I know I said everything would be done on the 4th of July, but you got to get the third shot. Thank you very much. <laughs> Turned around, and the press goes, Mr. Afghanistan! He's out. I'm wait. I'm gonna wait and see what the if there's the side effects that people feel after you know because after the second shot, Jeff, you got it. You were just very tired. So what's gonna happen after the third? I didn't have any bad side yeah, effects. I, and, it's like know. the same thing. It's gonna be a booster that we all get, just like the flu. Only this is right now we are in it and we don't have antibodies for it. Unlike the flu that's been around for hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years, and we've built up antibodies and all of that. This is completely new. I mean, it is a completely original strain, and we're all figuring out how we can build up immunity. And until we do, we're going to have to keep getting these booster shots. Uh, there were Congress, peop- uh, Congress people um, who sent a letter to the FDA basically saying, when can kids get shots? Like, you've been silent. I mean, we're not pushing well, you. Like, if it's not ready, then that's fine. But you got to tell parents something. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure that that's right. Do you guys want to? Would you want them to? You want them to hurry up and rush? No, out but I want an answer. Kids? I mean, it's it's it wasn't I, about hurrying up. It's just like say something. Well, and like I said, my son was sick and it was he had a fever. The the flu that's going around and kind of nervous. Like he he hasn't been vaccinated. He's 11, you know, but. It, he got tested, and it was that fear of, okay, when can we get, when can my son, if he's back in school, Miller, like, when can I get my kids tested again, I guess? or uh, for the Vaccinated. Yeah. Everybody wants to know when they can get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the thing. We're sending all these kids back. And, uh, you know, I mean, and, and you brought up a good point, Jeff. There's a bug going around right now. I mean, people have seen it on the news that um, RSV is really raging right now through Omaha. I mean, so if you've got littles, that can be serious stuff. Um, 61% of Americans paid no federal income taxes last year. Great. (laughs) Especially when you're one of the people who did. I know. It's like nobody on the top pays taxes and nobody on the bottom pays taxes. So again, it's the people in the middle that have to do. I guess we covered for everybody else. I got lucky because this is my first time I didn't have to pay them because it was my first year to be able to say I was married. Even though it happened like two months. I mean, it was October. So, you know, two months before the end of the actual year. But you get to file. The credit. Married, yeah, and you get the credit. You get the child, you know, discount. I not know, disc- but, but I, I, this is the first year I've had to pay in a th- like more than a thousand. And I was like, why? I don't make like why am I doing this? I know this is I, I'm 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 a selfish person. This is why I don't have children. <laughs> okay, but let me just say this, and I love that you guys all have families and kids, and you're married, and it's all great, and you get those tax credits. Shouldn't I get some kind of tax credit for not having no. kids? This is, I'm no. not. I'm not taking no. more than my share. My kids aren't eating all the resources and destroying the environment. I'm just one man doing my dent to the world. No, the two. It's Should like, I get a credit? Like, no. well, your kids aren't out there. You know, making a mess, and we don't have to put up with a. Uh, uh, you get the two thousand. You get two thousand dollars. annoying family at Denny's. <laughs> the credit is for the fact that you know you're, you're putting out money exactly. for these kids. I mean, I think I should get, get a credit. I think I'm very green. They should I'm send you a great. motorcycle. Aren't it great for the environment? No, you're not. <laughs> He's hardly denting anything. He's just one man breathing. He has a plate, a fork, and that's it. He's I really like do. Our, this is, he really does. I, I did he really a, has I did like a, one plate. I, I did a fork count last night and realized I only How many? have four forks. <laughs> you can only have three dinner guests unless you're doing something like Ethiopian food and you're eating with your hands. He's single, ladies. Mm-hmm. He's got four forks.
Uh, I'm full on paper plate guy. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, I was like that too. Party says he does yeah. it too, though. Party says he does it too. Yeah, even being married, I still prefer paper plates because I don't so, like see. That's message. again where I would be hit. That's not very green. Um, yeah, paper no. plates would be a ding, yeah. yes, right. for sure. But <laughs> I mean, my the, the four forks, you're doing great. Right. I can't even tell you how many forks I have in my house. Oh. I have drawers and drawers because we, you know, uh, we hosted Thanksgiving uh, a year or two back, and we found that the most people that we can have, I think, the biggest people party that we had was like 25 to 28 people by by silverware. sit down like sit down stand like sit down dinner yeah, of 28 people so yeah. it was like i have like 30 place settings of everything. that's pretty impressive though uh we had this conversation in our family about the silver no yeah, one gets, gets out it? the silver because no one ever you never want to use the silver because you don't want to <laughs> polish the silver but i'm like then what a waste yeah i give me two pieces of silver i and i want to have every meal <laughs> In front of the TV, you eating should. with grandma's Shoveling. fine pewter silver, whatever the Why hell it not? is. I know, live <laughs> eating life. Your, eating Seriously. your ramen noodles. Uh, no, wait, I, I feel cheap because we invited the family over for a birthday. I did grill out, and I was like, ah, do I really want to do all of these dishes? So I started looking for paper plates. Didn't We had some. They were like the flimsy kind, not the sturdy kind. And I was like, here you go, everybody. Even though we had a full thing of like perfect plates, silverware. I was like, yeah, you if you don't mind, we'll just use some paper plates. Summertime is easy, lazy. Like, clean up. I mean, we've done that when we've hosted, like we've hosted parties where it's like pizza parties for the kids and the parents come and you've got like 40 people in your house and you're like, listen, we're just going to use paper plates. It's pizza. Like, who cares? Yeah. And Emily's but, mom is so sweet, too. And she was like, it's okay. I'm sure you guys have crates of silverware, though, in a box somewhere. I'm talking about yes. what's active duty. What's active out on the duty, flight we have line a getting used every day? So we've got a drawer active duty um, and it's 12 place settings and it's like knives, uh, entree forks, salad forks, yep. soup spoons and little yep. spoons. Yep. And then we also have like steak knives, which I use a lot to just, you know, carve up stuff. But I mean, it's in constant rotation. But then I have a whole like side drawer for when all of a sudden we're going to have more than 12 people over. I'm ready to go, Jeff. Welcome to the Fork Talk podcast. <laughs> this is our oddly 70th episode. Uh, if you want to subscribe to our companion show, The Spooncast. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us. Listen, I oh, felt bad Lord. because I made everybody use, instead of steak knives, plastic forks for the steak to cut. So that's how bad I was. I oh, you're that—that that is a bad host. <laughs> yes, you can't give yes. flimsy plates with something that requires a steak knife and then bat sad plastic but like i said emily's family is so sweet like they they weren't gonna bat it it's okay it's fine we understand (laughs) they probably got in the car like can you believe this like they host us for you know dinners and stuff like that and it's there i see the sink of dishes and i'm like traumatized like somebody's got to do those read the text that i just got what did you get Oh, <laughs> Jeff got a text saying, we're not dating because you only have four forks. We're not dating because you only own four go to, forks. Go it's to like, Walmart. Go, Jeff. You know, loser. if that's her standard, go get some standards have gotten so different since I dated. Do you have spoons? We didn't even mention. I mean, man, that's a deal That's breaker. on the Spooncast podcast on our <laughs> companion channel. Yeah, that's a different show. So last week, Field of Dreams uh, happened in Dyersville, Iowa. I mean, all eyes were on Dyersville. It almost didn't look that way. On Tuesday night, like a, de- a derecho came through. Yeah, remember Violent the thing that, that knocked down all the corn oh, last man. year the, in Iowa? Snapped all the corn in Field of Dreams. They woke up and they were like, oh my gosh. So they had to get 
1,100 metal and fiberglass rods and go out and zip tie each stop. So it was staged. Well, basically yes. turned out to be they're saying like the real movie, which is what you would have yeah, done I mean, when yeah. you filmed the yeah. movie. We've had to stage the corn stalks. It, it, you couldn't tell from TV. It no. actually looked perfect. Oh, Maybe did. that's why it, it did. looked so Almost perfect. not real. I mean, I guess technically it was like the movie. Well, no, they've been, <laughs> like so the it's movie. these two farmers, they like rent the Field of Dreams to grow crops on and they've been working since 2019 knowing that this game was coming. They're like, everything needs to be perfect. We're working on this for two years. And then Tuesday night, that crazy storm comes in. So they had like 24 hours to re like to get creative and figure out how to get the stocks back up. So they're just standing there going down the row, a thousand of these stakes, just putting them in and zip tying them. And then ta-da, lights. I've never even seen the movie. What? That I movie know. makes me cry. I've told you that. You I'm just it? not a baseball person okay. enough. Like my uncle loves it. Yeah, oh. I've watched pieces of like I remember the line where he goes, "I want to have a catch." Yeah, that's especially a father-son movie. But even the whole movie in general is just like the it builds up to seeing his dad there. You know, that's I think that's a special movie. I think about my son or my daughter every time, and I'm like, I love having you know a game of catch, and I think of Field of Dreams every time that we're just out there having a game of catch. Shot in Dyersville, Iowa. If people remember the '80s movie Children of the Corn, yes, the Stephen King movie. It's supposed to take place in Gatlin, Nebraska, but that was yep. filmed in Sioux City, Iowa. And that was another one of these deals where a farmer kind of got like rich, right? Because Hollywood comes to town and buys Heck his yeah. cornfield, and then they blew it up at the end of the movie. Oh, no. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Wait a minute. Welcome to the corn. Uh, it's 718. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Stick around. Uh, a little bit later, we're going to get back into uh, celebrity news. So come on back. Going to be a hot one today. Plan accordingly. It's Channel 94 One. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning, 727 AM on the Big Party Morning Show. Bounce hanging out with us again. We'll have party back by next week. Uh, somebody just called in and said it was uh, Whiting, Iowa, just south of Sioux City, where they filmed Children of the Corn. So thanks for that little note. I just remember real quick, the 80s horror movie, had a, the creepy villain was a redhead. So another moment that set redheads back. <laughs> His name was Malachi. And Malachi. Creepy-ass redhead. That's it. See, I told you, I watched it. I snuck my parents. They they rented it from Blockbuster when I was a kid, watched it, and I was like, oh, no. It was like my first introduction into horror. And for some reason, I could probably watch it now and laugh at why I was afraid of it as a kid. But, you know, that's everybody. I still, like I said, I can't. The Halloween movies, they still get to me. Like, I get anxiety watching that stuff. Like, he's right behind you. No. Yeah, that's scary. Molly, what's going on? So last night we went to dinner um, at a friend of Peter's. Uh, my husband Peter has a longtime friend, Maria, and her husband Roy. They had us over. The kids got to swim in their pool in their backyard. And I <laughs> I think I found a kindred spirit in their 13-year-old daughter, Lena. <laughs> Peter's like, oh, my God. We spent the entire time talking about books, uh, Ben Barnes, and crystals. It was fantastic. She also, I've recently gotten into um, crystals, much to my husband's. Like, very, like, he's so, like, we're not really talking about this, are we? I was like, oh, yeah, it's on. You're going to be working at, like, festivals, like, you know. <laughs> she's good, yeah. Wearing, she's so like, close. A, like, a rope necklace. And what what were your leather <laughs> wristbands you were going on and on about? Oh, cuffs. Yeah, cuffs. my cuffs. My leather cuffs that I, uh, that um I, you know, do the leather work and you get to hammer on them and make designs. She's going to have a booth at Junk Stock one of these days in there. Oh, my God. Out of a trailer. Don't like, hey, rule it out. 
Oh my God. No, Lena, like seriously, like I was like, I think I'm meeting 13 year old me. Like it was like crazy (laughs) to like, like I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, right? And she brought out all these cool rocks and crystals and she's got like a tumbler. And then at the end of the evening, I made a friend. She gave me one. She's like, I want you to take this home with you and I want you to put it in your studio and I have it with me. It's Was everybody else still in the room uncomfortable? Mom, <laughs> <laughs> like, you're really into this a little bit. Molly went to a couple's like, dinner and then hung out with a 13-year-old all night. <laughs> Peter's like, yeah, that's that's my wife. That's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> They're texting each other about the crystals. Like, what? Oh, seriously, like I was like, um, we will be meeting for coffee. Like I will be like, we will be getting together. I'll be reaching out to your mom like this is this is going to happen. Like she I mean, the mom is amazing. Like it, her name's Maria and she's fantastic and fabulous. And I talked to adults, too. But man, Lena, she's like a, a, just adorable. How she old is she th- again? She's 13. 13. She wants to go to like theater school. Like, seriously, I was like, Aww. are you me? Are you me? You never know what you're gonna get with that, like that 13 age. Are they gonna be the bratty, like out, you know, outrage teenager, or are you gonna be like the the perfect little, like always happy and bubbly? She was lovely. I mean, we got in the car and it was really funny because my daughter is just like immediately like that girl was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's how people react with uh, Riley. There's a, a, a neighbor little girl. She's Stella and. Every time she sees my daughter, Riley, who's 11, she just runs up and just hugs her. It's like the sweetest thing. And she's like, will Riley be there? Is Riley home? And she's just this little girl. And her sisters are, um, you know, Riley's age. So that's why we know them. And they're on softball and all this stuff. But it's like the most adorable thing when you can gravitate to, like, kids like that. And you're only 11 or 13 or whatever. Well, you can't. I mean, when you're a little girl and you meet an older girl i mean even though you know she she may you may be nine and they're 13 that is like you are the coolest i mean it is just yeah. an absolute mind-blowing situation so when are you guys gonna hang out i don't know when we have our sleepover talk about <laughs> crystals and all of our crushes and then how how shortly after is her mom gonna call and say please leave my daughter alone <laughs> exactly <laughs> do we need to get the authorities in they don't understand <laughs> What the two of you have. You're like, is this grooming? Like, no. I just think I like it was like a stepbrothers moment. I'm like, are we best friends? Are you 13? There's a movie on cable the other day called Beautiful Girls. Ted Demi movie. Um that you might have seen. It was on cable, it was on HBO, but it's got Matt Dillon and and the one of the plot lines is is that like Molly's thing. Oh yeah. And an older um Timothy Hutton. And Natalie Portman's the young girl that lives next door. Connects with like a like a twelve year old Natalie Portman. Yeah. And I'm and as I'm watching, like you could never do this no, movie now. No, no, well, there's no. no romance. Yeah. Of no, course. it's not. Yeah. He's not grooming. But it's just Matt Dillon comes back to a small town. He's telling his best friend he's like a really connected with the neighbor girl, and it's more like metaphysical. Like why can't we we connect on a level? Even though she's thirteen, obviously all of his buddies are like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I'm, no, it's not like I'm, that. I'm giving it a terrible <laughs> billing, but it was a mainstream romantic comedy. Can't Those do two now. don't date. Everybody else is dating. Me. It's called Beautiful Girls. But anyway, that's not Molly. <laughs> on a out friend with my 13-year-old level. crew. On a friend my level. We're not crew. judging. All right, Celebrity News is up next. We got a baby name for Colin Jost, right? Yes, Colin Jost and... Uh, um, Scarlett Johansson had their baby, and then the VMAs, they're coming up, and the performer lineup is being unveiled. It's good. All right, come on back. Channel 9 for 1. 
it's influencing us. We're talking about it. Time to spill the tea. VMAs are airing September 12th, and the lineup is going to be rock star. So MTV is celebrating their 40th year, and they have a great show planned. Lil Nas X, Lord, Olivia Rodrigo is going to make her debut at the VMAs. She's never been on them before. Camila Cabello, last time she did it was with her now boyfriend, Sean Mendez, Senorita, which got everybody talking. So this is going to be the MTV Video Music Awards from Brooklyn's Barclays Center, September 12th. Carpool Karaoke is coming back. Super fans of the series. It's got a season five. It's moving, I guess, to uh, Apple TV. Uh, Madonna it, just had her birthday. Did you see the one he did with Madonna? No, I haven't no. seen that. It's weird. It's hilarious. I thought it was good. She's kind of nutty. I, I know, but she, puts her, she gets her legs straight up in the air in the car. They yeah. do Vogue. Mm-hmm. And he's so good, and they're both nailing Vogue. I thought the same thing, Molly. I kind of rolled my eyes, but I'm like, this is pretty good. And they're both voguing in the car, and then and she keeps doing real Vogue poses, and then Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Put she puts her legs straight up, but like behind her ear. She's in the front incredible. Seat of the car. <laughs> oh yeah. So she's flexible, and then he's giggling, freaking out, and then James puts his leg up in the air. I don't think I can get mine past my belly button as I'm trying it right now. And so. that's just James the, Corden the is, yeah. I love James yeah. Corden. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I really, but he's like grown on me. And now like I'm always excited and surprised when I see him. And he's going to be in the new Cinderella movie that's coming out on Amazon Prime. That's Camilla Cabello yep. plays uh, Cinderella. He's going to be one of the mice. And I'm like, oh, I love <laughs> him. He's so great. <laughs> Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost are the happy parents to a baby boy named Cosmo. So it was just yesterday that we were talking about Colin confirming the fact that they were expecting. And now, ta-da, they were able to like, they said, hashtag, we got away with it for a long time. (laughs) Man. So we're going to Disneyland and then they referred all uh, publicity, like any inquiries to their publicist, uh, (laughs) Michael Che. That's great. So I'm sure there's going to be some fun when Saturday Night Live comes back. I don't know if anybody's had a chance to watch, but Val Kilmer has a documentary on Amazon Prime right now called Val, and it is fantastic. It's so good. I bet you everybody's seen it, but a whole new generation has never heard of him. We're going to watch it. And so the bit is Val Kilmer was Iceman and Top Gun. He made mm-hmm. a bunch of movies. But he comes on the scene in the mid-80s, and he, he has a camcorder with him, and he filmed everything he ever did. Yeah. So That's cool. what you're watching the yeah. documentary, it's full of everybody in Hollywood that he worked with when they were like young. Yeah. It's cool behind the scenes stuff. I love that. Those are the kind of documentaries I like. Just, you know, but it's heartbreaking because he had throat surgery, got throat cancer. Yeah, and they had to do surgery to save his life, and in the process, he lost his vocal cords. Oh, I didn't know that. So he yep. has a tracheotomy. So he wears um, a scarf at all times, but when he wants to talk, he has to plug his air hole. And they talk like this. But what we forget is, is that when people lose a voice or they lose one of their their gifts, they're still the same person on and on the inside, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's neat in this documentary, Val on Amazon Prime, is they had it uh, voiced over by his son because his son sounds exactly like Val. So it's really oh, neat. That's crazy. You're hearing him talk as Val Kilmer had this really cool voice. Well, since that documentary, this is incredible. A new company has come out. Where they can um, recreate your actual human voice by just taking recordings of you in the past and loading it in, into a computer. Oh, yeah. It's what? been a little controversial because the Anthony Bourdain documentary yep. that just yep. came out, they took some of his diary and they ran it into this program and it comes out. It's Anthony Bourdain. It's just, 
AI created. I didn't like that, though. Well, the same company reached out to Val Kilmer, and they have given him his voice back. He can now text the machine, and it will come out as Val. He loves it. It's called Sonatic. This technology will give anyone who's lost their voice their voice back. Here is the clip. Got to pot pot it up, buddy. Good. It's playing. We all have the capacity to be creative. We're all driven to share our deepest dreams and ideas with the world. When we think of the most talented creative people, they speak to us in a unique way. A phrase we often hear is, having a creative voice. But I was struck by throat cancer. After getting treated, my voice as I knew it was taken away from me. People around me struggle to understand me when I'm talking. But despite all that, I still feel I'm the exact same person, still the same creative soul. The soul that dreams ideas and stories constantly. But now I can express myself again. I can bring these dreams to you. And show you this part of myself once more. A part that was never truly gone. Just hiding away. I think that is so cool. That's, yeah, that's so really cool. That's, that's his voice. Goosebumps. Technology is just crazy, yet Suri still sounds like a robot. And I, but she'll soon be replaced, so he yeah. just texted that. He typed that out. And then they were out. able to, like, that's... And it's his inflection. Those are words that Val Kimmer had never audibly said. So he has his voice. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. No, yeah. that's... Goosebumps for What sure. a gift. Yeah. Like, seriously, what a gift to people. Oh, my gosh. It, and Sonatic. So, right. So that... Should wow. quell the controversy we had over Anthony Bourdain. Like, they mean well. Yep. Right? It's, it's going to be an incredible thing. 100%. So that's pretty cool. All right, thanks for sticking around. 752, we got some news headlines around the corner. What is happening on the earth? You want to keep your brain healthy? You need to be talking to people. Yep, that's right. Yeah, I believe it that. too. Find out about it next. Come on back. Ah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Ah. <sighs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. morning show having someone to talk to is really good for your brain they did a study and they said that people who had someone to and not just babbling to but like really engaging conversation and is you know listening and all that 
that it, it, it's unbelievably good for your gray matter in your brain. It 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 fights off isolation. Yes. So it's a big headline that they always bring up again after a COVID year that we've been too isolated and it's not good for your mental health. So I think it's what if you've noticed um, your Alexa. And some of this tech is trying to see if they can replace with AI. If you've noticed, you talk yeah. to your Alexa, she's like, how are you doing? Would you like to talk some, you know, like they, <laughs> yeah. it's like they know yeah. if, if you live alone. You're I, like, no, Allegra, I do not want to talk to you. Right. <laughs> I, right. I say, I've, I haven't been able to talk to too many, but like, this is the most I've had like talking to uh, with Degan here in the studio while I've been here with Party Out and um, it's fun, but then I realize when Jeff is over the conversation, he'll either put headphones on or he'll walk out. Oh yeah, no, you'll know when Jeff's done talking to you. Also, at the same time, I'm Jeff. I do those. I do that with people where I'm like, "Yep, yep," and then you're five minutes into the conversation, you're like, "All right, well, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick." Oh, I'll come with. That's just—it's learned behavior. Yes. Okay. So what we've learned, the three of us doing a show, uh-huh. and it's mainly with guests. That if you don't learn to try and give them a cue, like we're done, they'll go forever. And I'm saying we're limited by time. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no. we've learned all these terrible um, habits that when you're talking to people, we completely now go, I'm done with you. Well, and yeah. Well, we- party just, I mean, it, I always feel um, my heart always goes out to Jeff because, uh, you know, he's actually in studio. I'm remote. And so he's always the bag man. Like he's the one left holding the bag because party is the biggest escape artist. <laughs> He will leave in a blink of an eye. Like he'd be like, "Great, this was great. Bye." <laughs> I am party. Also when we have a guest, certain things. Yes, yes. I'm saying when yeah. we have a guest, yeah. and then it's like parties, like zing. Yep. Like the minute we cut the mic, he's almost out the door. <laughs> he does that here in the building, not even with guests, but like coworkers. He'll get in a conversation, be like, "Okay, bye," and he's out the door. And just see, now I'm going to give him a safe harbor that I think it's learned behavior. So yeah. what some of that is, especially with guests. Is that what happens is someone comes in and we're not going on the air in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you wind up having the entire conversation with them in those 10 minutes that you were going to do on the air. So you mm-hmm. blow all your yes. good stuff. Yep. So yeah. that's a little bit of the showman at party being like, save it for the air. He <laughs> runs out the door because he's like, and there's, I, I don't get want that. to rehear the story. But that's where Molly's saying I'm the bag man because I get stuck in here and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed Jeff. He'll sip his coffee or he'll put the headphones on like he's like, I'm I'm done with your story bounce. I'm Jeff is a very on. patient human <laughs> animal. We are that's very lucky to have him. I say that we're monsters. All right, what, what's uh, happening in the news? Uh, COVID booster shots are one step away from starting next month. So yesterday, the president from the White House said that once the FDA approves the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines beyond emergency use, which is like happening any day now, they'll open it up to that third booster shot when it's eight months after your second dose. So it's just for those. They're still kind of scratching their heads and figuring out what to do for people who got the Johnson and Johnson one and done shot. This is not covered for them. So that's going to be a whole different conversation. But for people who did the the two-shot one, boosters are coming September 20th if you're 18 and over. And a new vehicle will cost you about $10,000 a year. AAA just put out these numbers that said the yearly cost is almost $10,000 when you include gas, maintenance, insurance, registration, finance charges. The biggest chunk comes from depreciation. 
40% of ownership expenses is like the idea, like once you drive it off the lot, not, it is yeah. worth not, paid for it. Not in this environment now, I though. Know. This is the one opposite of that that has no gravity right now. Right. That cars are getting more valuable rolling off the lot, kind Which of in theory, crazy. because of demand, since yes. there's no product. Man, I'm I'm I, everybody's got new car. I still have my 2008 Kia Sorento. Nothing fancy with it. There's it's got a hundred, and it's no, man, it's that's been the good. most practical thing. Wood. Most practical thing in the world. If you can take care of an automobile, paid sure. off too, and paid off and keep it going. I mean, that is. I yeah. always thought that was such a luxury, the ability to have roll through cars. Yeah, my like my daughter's like, why don't you just upgrade and get a new car? Like she hasn't comprehended what cuz you don't want to tell a kid like we can't afford it right now when that's not what you're trying to say, but it's like, you know what? It's paid off. It's practical. That's what you should do. You don't want to ride it until it's broke down though, cuz then it's too late, obviously, right. but yeah. No, but I mean, there's unnecessary expenses. Like, exactly. is this in the, is this necessary? It doesn't mean that you can't afford it. It's just like, why would I take that on if I don't have to? And realistically, you're you're a better role model for her. Like, I know you're feeling the pressure from our kids to be like, you know, why don't we get better stuff under? Because that's the feedback yeah. they get. And you feel less than like, oh, I hope she doesn't think I'm like a crummy or dad poor or anything. But realistically, yeah. you're teaching them the lesson that she's learning of the, the importance of being frugal, like yeah, knowing yeah. where to spend your money. Well, just get like get it to get it. You know, she's like, oh, I need a phone. Like, okay, yeah, we got your phone and all this stuff, and you got to teach them eventually. Like, you got to be smart with your money or marry a rich man. Or there you go, God, Jeremy. Don't, sh- Emily, Emily, don't listen to that. No, find a wallet. <laughs> Hold on tight. No. Uh, There are rumors that the new iPhone 13 is coming out uh, end of September. So speaking of phones. I was going to say another thing. I just upgraded mine and mine was fine. It was, you know, paying off. You know, I don't need to go buy a new phone and have the extra, you know, fees and all that stuff if I don't need to. And the charger's going. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Going in and getting a phone and got it and now I feel like it's an iPhone 11 and then now you're talking about a 13. I'm like, this is going to be an antique. What's in the crazy next about this thing is that the high end pro model of the iPhone 13 is rumored to have an entire terabyte of storage space. Yeah, because you'll see the Huge. technology is going to get better exponentially. It's yeah. not just going to double. So I mean, the next version really does smoke the old oh, one. Yep. yep. Like yep. I have an iPad Pro that's not even a year old. And I bought it before they dropped the new version. The uh-huh. new the new version like quadruples this in speed. This isn't wow. a year old. Yeah. See, that's, that's kind of nutty. And it, so you read some of the reviews, and they're like, unless you're a super techie, you probably don't know the difference. Yeah, I don't know. I but mean, if you when you break it down by bang for your buck, it my, my I was honestly just most excited about a camera. The better camera. I mean, I didn't have a bad iPhone. I don't even remember what it was, but the iPhone. Is that 11, so your wife could take a picture of you throwing up that first? Pitch? <laughs> I was gonna say it was mainly for we could get the the video of me getting a pie in the face at the Storm Chasers game and oh, so close. Um, yeah, hmm. you can have the technology, but if you don't have the human paying attention to run the technology, it's a little bit of a fail. Is there something the to that if you're a married couple that, that you have a shared phone? Like you both have your own phones, but Ow. the two of you share well, plan. The, yeah, like the, the like the good card, Molly. The good phone. Ooh, the good phone. Uh, no, I've got a better like, phone. Does than Emily Peter. have the good phone? We've actually now she did, but now we have the same, the same like. But before she had the good phone. She, yeah, just like she drives the good car. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. pattern here. I hear it. Sorry, Molly. She saying? sleeps in the good bed. <laughs>
We don't talk about that. (laughs) Thanksgiving, there could be another turkey shortage this year. Last year, the whole big thing was because everybody was social distancing together apart. Everybody wanted small turkeys, right? Like you didn't want to end up with a 25 pounder when you had two people at the table. Apparently, this is going to be an issue again this year. Shortages at grocery stores over those small turkeys. So a big bird is your best option. Everybody's like, just get creative, freeze it, make a bunch of stuff, save it for later. But turkeys less than 14 pounds, it's like going to be tough. Is it going to be the same kind of Thanksgiving then? I hope not. I hope with these booster shots we can get together, but it's all going to matter on everybody rolling up their sleeves. And and even if it's, should we celebrate Thanksgiving now? We're going to be sitting at Thanksgiving talking about COVID again. No, I refuse to. And you to. know someone at the table is going to be like, have you heard about the Echo? It's a new variant. <laughs> Shut up, Margaret! <laughs> All right, it's 818. We'll be back. It's Channel 94. What? You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Happy Thursday to you. 829 on the Big Party Morning Show. Had some people ask uh, how long party's going to be out for. He's... Uh, you know, you have all those protocols, right? You yeah. know, legalese and CDC. Yeah. So he's under that halo of like, you've got to be in your bunker for so long. He's in the bunker, so you get afternoon guy bounce. Uh, but he's doing okay. But man, how's everybody else doing? There's all, there's a bunch of flu, summer flus yeah. going around. But it's not COVID related. It's Everybody's a, sick, so. It's it's a scary, It's because you don't know what you're getting. Like I said, my son had a fever and the cough. He was getting a sore throat. Panic sets in because he's 11. You're like, you're seeing some kids starting to get these. And he got tested and he was fine. They did an at-home one and then an actual one, uh, like CBS, whatever. And he was good, just sick, as sad as that is. But yeah, everybody's just getting the flu. Or Doesn't this whatever. happen every time of year, though? Back to school, yeah. the kids all start uh, spreading whatever they got. All the little, yeah, all the little critters get back together. And next thing you know, I mean, seriously, it's just, it's like a a school's a Petri dish. Last year was, my kids went to school all last year in person. Um, They go to Catholic school and so they were able to go. And uh, the one thing I will say, we didn't have a single cold. We didn't have a single flu because they were masked and socially distanced the whole time. So there was a part of me that was like, can we just do this all the time? I didn't get one call about a lice outbreak somewhere in school. I didn't get one call (laughs) about, you know, um, strep. You know, I, because they weren't sharing water fountains, was, yeah. there was all this stuff. So there really is like selfishly this part of me that's like, mask up. Yeah, there was a kid in my grade school when I was a little kid who constantly had boogers and snot coming out of his. <laughs> we uh, kind of had one of those. Basically, two I, yeah. I would say his head would be the way to Aww, explain it. Yeah. And he went on to be this immensely successful, great man who runs companies. But when he was a kid, just just raining snot. It's a booger kid. A ma- just a and mess. people were just terrible to him. And we were, we it's were always, awful. It's, you know what? As, as bad as bullying should be, it, it, you always remember, the kid you're probably picking on is going to grow up to be a successful person. Typically is what it is. So just don't be mean to anybody in general, but watch out because they're probably going to be your boss in the future. Be your best, nicest person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the countdown is on. My kids go back to school on Monday. And they are like arms crossed, not having it. I don't know what my son's gonna be. Oh, like. not having going back to school yet. Oh yeah, they're like no. they're like summer's not officially over. Summer doesn't end until September twenty first. I'm like, well, 
take it up with the I, school district. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, but I, uh, it's not my call. I uh, I would say that I would be like, oh, Riley, school's coming up. She's back now with Elkhorn. And she's like, you cannot say it. I go, what? The S word. And in my head as the adult, I'm like, did I just swear? Oh, school. But she's a smart, she loves school. She's a smart kid. She, she did remote learning all of last year through Millard and did really good. Because some people are like, oh, you're not learning the same with remote. She did great every day. And my son was in-person learning and that would fit him fine. He, they wore masks. And it's tough for kids to wear masks. I don't even like to wear my mask. They're for good eight about hours. it, though. And they give them mask breaks and stuff like that. So they were really good about it through the schools. Yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy. They're really good about it. Uh, I mean, they go back and forth to school. And it's like a lot of times when they when I pick them up afterwards, I have to remind them, I'm like, you can take your masks off now. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot I was still even on. I'm like, OK, we're whatever you need, them. man. We yeah. were out at uh, Furniture Mart last week. We, we had that thing on Saturday. Uh, the station did in the parking yeah. lot. And it was just kind of, you know, fill up your man cave with Fernie Mart stuff. But there was a gal who walked up to our uh, radio station booth with like five kids, like five holler oh. monkeys hanging on her. And I'm like, watch well, just five kids. And then like a sixth ran up. Ma! Oh, <laughs> they were and I was like, oh, you have a beautiful family. I'm like, you got beautiful kids. I'm like, are they ready to go back to school? And are, are you looking forward to having them out of the house? <laughs> yes. Unlike last year. Always mm-hmm. yes. And she goes, no, I homeschool my kids. Oh, so she's a walking living saint. Is I, what you're saying. Right. So I was you, like, oh you my talked. God, you were ahead of the curve. I said, what great timing. And she goes, no, last year was the first year we transitioned to it. Emily wanted to do that, like legitimately. So this, so this yeah. gal decided to homeschool her kids. Yeah. And then and, COVID struck. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she so said she just, loved it. Cool. I, and I'm telling you, I've talked to a, a buddy who did it as well in Florida. He loved it, like the homeschool people. Now, we used to say it was weird, and then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. It's right? not it, anymore. It, yeah, It's not weird at all. You'll get the mm-hmm. debate that kids need to interact. They still need like other kids to interact with. Like my son is a, a, a kid who loves to be around his friends and stuff like that. If he's not, he gets but bored. But they do things together. And, so there's like an entire network of homeschooling and they all work. They all network together. So they'll do things like they'll have like a homeschool kid prom type of thing. Like they... They do things like that socially. Where you don't they have realize to date, that. You like can't. you don't have to take your sister to prom. Exactly. Like they, they, they know about the, the, the mental and the, the social health of the kids as well. But I think it's really come a long way. I mean, people have gotten really savvy, especially with the internet. You can set up a group on Facebook yeah. and be like, hi, I'm an Omaha That's- homeschool parent and... Let's meet up at the park. For- I, where I grew up was by Burke High School. And years ago, there was a really terrible incident that happened in the neighborhood. And it was a homeschool family. This is why people say the weirdness. Mm-hmm. But they were a great family and they were homeschooling their kids. But the kids so look forward to what Molly's talking about, the one event to get out. Mm-hmm. And yep. so there was a skating party where they were actually yeah. going to get to interact with other people. But the kid didn't get good grades that so semester. Go. So the mom said, you don't get to go to the skating party. Ah! Oh, no. And that they went, and when they came back, everything went haywire. It was terrible. It was like a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, we're, we got a break. 835 Celebrity News is next. What's happening? Celebs. So Kelly Clarkson. Hello, Bounce. Hello, um, Kelly. Apparently, the divorce might have been monetarily driven because of her ex. Of course, the of course oh, it was. Of course it was. We'll be back. It's Channel 941. Time to spill the tea on the Big Party Morning Show. Kelly Clarkson surprised everybody um, by announcing, you know, like divorcing her husband after the pandemic. I think a lot of couples you, sort of yeah. split up. You either got married or divorced. Um, or but 
I guess the relationship had been on the rocks for a while. That's one of the things she acknowledged in the pandemic, just like cinched the, the, the fissure. But I guess the other thing was is she is the high income earner in that relationship. And uh, I guess he was extremely jealous of the amount of money she was making. And uh, she was a little concerned that maybe he was using her for money. I mean, maybe, maybe that'll change someday. But I don't I mean, the stereotype, because I don't think it's very uncommon that, at all yeah, that a no. woman makes more money than a man. Absolutely. But in I, this transition period, they talk about some kind of man can't handle that. That I, And some women can't handle it either, meaning they lose respect for their partner. Oh, really? When like, they make more money than them. I will oh. say that's been a conversation because I think me and Emily kind of make about the same. She makes actually maybe a little more. It doesn't matter. But at first, I was kind of taken back like, no, I, I, I was straight. I should be, you know, and then it hit me. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Go get the raise. Like, keep going for hey, you it. Like, benefit. Why, you both you, benefit. Yeah, everybody's benefiting. Why? What, like, why be upset? Why be jealous? Why have that stereotype of the man's got to make more money? I think it's just how you were raised, or like your own but, social compact with yourself. Yeah, or yeah, I, but I, I get it. I mean, but I'm just saying for people who can't get past it. Right. I think it's something to do with you know. I think like, it, it might be chicken men- or the egg though too. Though I'm saying that. Men feel a little emasculated, and so we don't act like our normal selves. And I'm saying that annoys your wife, who's like, he's not acting the same. I don't respect him anymore. She's putting down the card for dinner more than me. Okay, that's fine with me. She, You know, Emily gets a lot of the groceries. She's doing a lot of that stuff. I'll do bills. It works out, because we don't have shared accounts. So... Because probably she doesn't need to see how often I'm buying booze, maybe. I don't know. That's that's a benefit. Well, yeah. But- I mean, when you're throwing down tenors <laughs> for that bottle of brandy, she's going to be like, what? What? You're you- made of money? Yeah, tell them what, what, your go- what your go-to is. Christian Brothers. Yeah. You buy a cheap bottle of Christian Brothers. You sip on that thing. It's going to last you. It's great. But she'll be like, you just did Hy-Vee two days ago. Why were you Why were you there? Why is it always the same Now, does price? the owner of the Walgreens ask you once again not to drink <laughs> it in the alley behind the building? Or is hey, the brown the bag is... Uh, a t- an extra charge. <laughs> they took away the brown bag. He's like, you, do, do you need a bag? Yes, I would like a bag, please. Thank you. <laughs> that is just wild. Uh, so MTV Video Music Awards, they are coming up September 12th, and they are starting to announce the first round of performers. It's going to be good. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo making her VMA debut. She's going to be singing uh, Camille Cabello back. Lord, she hasn't been on stage there for years. Machine Gun Kelly, which means we'll be able to see the lovely Megan Fox on his arm. And Lil Nas. Uh, Lil Nas is actually nominated for Video of the Year. And um, he was back, he hit the stage back in 2019. There was really nothing last year. So this is kind of a big deal. And it's also going to pay tribute to 9-11, 20th anniversary. So this is September 12th. So it'll be the day after. But they're going to make sure that they have um, an honor for the victims, the terrorist and attack. So, so you remember, we were we were planning to pull out of Afghanistan on 9-11 because it was going to be the 20th anniversary of the whole reason we went in, which was to get Al-Qaeda because they were hiding out. The Taliban were letting them right. stay there, and we wanted to get bin Laden. Remember? That yeah. was the plan. But Kabul fell this week, and what's hiding in plain sight is today is Afghan Independence Day. Today is a celebration there of when they kicked out the British. Mm. So that had to have been their hurry of why yeah. they wanted to go in. And I have just think it's going to be a weird 9-11, right? That's just, it's so yes. sad, the yeah. timing. and No, it's not going to be, ce- I mean, not as if it was ever going to be celebratory, but no, that sense of like accomplishment after 20 years of being able to do something. I mean, this is definitely giving everybody we, a pause and a look back. When we got bin Laden, like I wanted to be the guy to get him. 
Did you ever have that <laughs> yeah. fantasy in your yeah. head? Yeah. Like whether you had a Jason Bourne fantasy or Mission Impossible, I remember thinking like, I would love to be the guy. Like the government for some reason picks me. You feel like you, you and the they go, we think you're the one. We're gonna Jack, train you have a you special up. set of skills. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a special set of skills and they you know, parachute. I can me sit in. on my couch, I can drink beer like nobody else and watch hockey on four screens. Well Cheetos you know why beer. they would pick me? Because I've been living my life just like Osama bin Laden in a one room. Without apartment, the hair coloring. Alone. Watching T V all day. They're like, You think like him. Yeah. You're just not as tall and you don't have as big a beard. You don't have a beard like not him. That's horrible. Yeah, exactly. You don't have 17 wives. There's a lot of differences, but the similarities were there. Uh, Kanye West is indeed doing another listening party, Donda, in his hometown of Chicago next Thursday. Soldier Field. Tickets go on sale at noon. Are you going to go? Um, uh, I, they go on sale tomorrow, actually, at noon. I want to, but I don't, I, 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 I want to I be outside of it. I don't want to be inside. Because uh, it's going to be so many people. It's going to be sold out. So I want to ask my friend who has a boat if we can go outside. Oh, <laughs> and sit in the harbor. And sit in the harbor and listen. Because we did that with Lollapalooza one year. Got to see uh, 21 pilots um, from the lake. Like, Molly, I didn't have will, tickets. Molly will record the bootleg and put it on the internet. And it'll be like, <laughs> Crawler in the background. But then you hear, oh, God. Ding, ding. Are we out of rosé? Ding, ding. The water lapping. That's pretty pimp. Have you done that before? Yes, we did that. Uh, we did that for Lollapalooza. Um, so it was, gosh, two or three years ago. And Saturday night, the big headliner close out the show was 21 Pilots. And we got there just in time to hear their last couple of songs and their set, their encore. And it was fantastic. And then the fireworks go off and you're out on the lake and you feel like a big timer. And then you realize this isn't my boat. Let's go to Chicago and, and tag along with Molly. How many listeners could you bring with? Oh, I brought some friends. I brought a couple people. A listening party. Four, I don't know, man. People. They can fit. How many? They've got. They've got a. I can't remember the length on this on this boat this year. It's not a yacht, but it's like a boat. It fit. It fit like twelve of us. Wow. Fifteen cool. maybe. I don't know. Kanye coming to Chicago, y'all. Soja Field. Uh, Eight fifty-one. We're gonna take a little break, and then we will be back with some news headlines. What's happening in? The, no, we're done with. Oh news. no, we're done. We're done. Oh, we'll tell some embarrassing stories. Come back, Channel Nine Four One. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Machine Gun Kelly, who you just heard, will be performing live at the MTV Video Music Awards, live from Brooklyn, September 12th. So mark that down. Lil Nas X performing live, Camille Cabello, Lord, Machine Gun Kelly, Olivia Rodrigo, many more. So that'll be pretty cool. Do you want um, to keep singing to us there, Jeff? I mean, Jeff was singing. He was belting it out like carpool karaoke style with a little machine gun. Yeah. Well, don't right? you have your own versions of when you hear songs? So, like, what yeah. I <laughs> hear every time I hear oh, Machine Gun Kelly is the line where he goes, it's complicated, yeah. Yeah. But he goes, when he sings it, he goes, complicated, shea. He says, shea. Shea. You're getting close to a word I have to delete. <laughs> that was no. Like shirt? Yeah. Yes, yes, just like that. Yes, just We'd be really like getting that. that much trouble if you said that word. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, actually yeah. you do. Oh, not really. They really don't. They don't. I mean, it's about the only way we play these rules is for our advertisers. Yeah. 
Our the leadership good old government, is in Knoxville they right don't now. They're not well, our bosses it. might yeah. get mad at us. Yeah, oh, but are they listening? But I'm saying this we whole have... legally, like, oh my God, you guys can't. I mean, it's been, the bubble's been popped. I, You know what's funny is when I first got into radio down in Lincoln years back, they were like, these are the words you cannot say. And there was one, one I won't say it now because I don't know, but I've heard at like other morning shows over there, you know, say it. And I'm like, well, how did they get away with this? This is... What word? I, why can't I say it? Now it's like, I don't even want to say damn. Like, uh, can I say it? But the you M just did. Jerk. I was kidding. Yeah, From MF. A, just say MF. MF. No, not that. I've gotten very. I've gotten very good. You don't think you can say the word. Wait, hold on. You don't think you can say the word MILF was, on the radio? I was told that you no. cannot. I mean, granted, this is, you know, what? 15 years ago. As he says it, I feel like I was saying a naughty word to my parents. Like, can I? Like, well, you I didn't use it in was, a sentence. I didn't. Right. No, you didn't use yeah. it in a sentence. So in theory, you could say MILF stands for whatever the heck you want it to stand for. Milk, I love Friday. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But that was one of the things. I didn't know. All right, Molly. Well, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I was just, I I mean, I have a sailor mouth just as much as anybody else. But like waiting tables and um, I think nannying taught me to like use safe words yeah so it's like my thing is like i'll stub my toe i'll be like ah oh, god bless america biscuit is mine i don't biscuit i've turned into one of those i'm the same way like uh but if we're, you want to get into the words we wish we could say that you can't say that i would mm. trade a word like maybe you know if i could get a dirty word and i will trade i don't know if you want to take a word away from me i wish i could say the c word and i oh, would never really? i would never refer to the ladies it's guys. Oh. It's the fa my favorite go-to word of referring to a, a, a guy, anyone that you hate in traffic. It's the C word. And See, you should have been a British. You should have been a Brit. It's Euro. It's Euro and Canadian. So mm -hmm. the Canadians get it from Euros. But anyone who's from uh, England, Canadians, everybody is a... It's very Boston. It's very East Coast. You call someone... He's a total... <laughs> you know the word. I did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the best word. It's such an effective <laughs> word for guys calling out other guys. Other guys, yes. Um, you know, that there's that Australian comic who's a gym... Uh, Jim Rogers, you know that Australian yes, guy. Yes, uh -huh. yeah. by, and these are the same kind of stupid blanks. Please. I mean, it's such an effective you word. Know, now that one, you, if I said into this microphone, you you're in trouble. Fired. Yeah, can you yeah. not do that? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the delay on right now. No, there's comedians though that I realize they don't go blue. Like some of them, like Dane Cook, like he's letting them fly. And then you can hear other ones, like you know who Gabriel Iglesias is, yeah. the big yeah. guy. He's not like he is effectively funny without using any colorful language. And you're like, okay. I think comedians cuss maybe more now when they didn't need to because they're reflective of the way the audience talks. And we are a much more dirty kind of people. Like we swear a lot. <laughs> we do. It's in the mainstream now. So yes. some comedians who wouldn't traditionally, they're not cussing just to cuss. It's just the language of it. You know, like mm -hmm. Joe, Joe Coy yeah. is a really funny comedian, but, you know, he swears a lot. Here, yeah. Um, and I don't think it sounds dirty. It sounds conversational. That's how you do it. Jerry Seinfeld used to say that he people don't realize he used to use the f bomb in in his act in a couple of That'd places. Be weird. But he but then he tried the same joke without the f bomb and he got the same laugh. He's like, I didn't need it. That's just it. See, but Seinfeld never has a problem with it. He goes, some comedians cuss and it works. Yep. The audience will laugh when you it's say it's your swear style. Word. Well, a lot of times it's nervous laughter. So one of the <laughs> things that we would have to do. Um, when I worked at Second City, there would be shows that we would get hired, you know, we'd go and perform, and they would be called no F shows. 
right? So like you knew you it was safe, yeah. Yeah, so like that would the idea was is like that was the shorthand for the fact that like you got to keep it clean. But like the whole thing with there was the fact that like they were very anti like don't use profanities, that's a crutch. Like don't use that stuff. If you're funny, be funny without triggering the audience to nervous giggle because you said a bad word, yeah, which but, is kind of which is funny. Do. But didn't you also say though that then so you do those corporate gigs where you can't cuss right or right. it's a school yeah. mm-hmm. but then when it was the take the the rails off and you can do whatever you want <laughs> that you got you guys said molly that you were you were so pent up that yes. then it went to the absolute <laughs> opposite extreme that like it was so everyone bad. is one up in the person with the most horribly <laughs> offensive thing they could say right seriously comedians are horrible people yeah. i mean like and i mean that in the loveliest way but i'm just saying they have very dark senses of humor when they're with other comedians so when they let like all the governors off and they're like you guys go up there and just have a grand old time right that's <laughs> like, why Okay. Welcome to the monster show. Uh, See, Bounce, you're slowly becoming a mo- monster. Every welcome. Day. I am a little bit. How does it feel? <laughs> Not right. great. All right. Well, you're doing. You're fitting in well. It's nine twenty-seven on the Big Party Morning Show. We'll be back. That would be a good show to see. Bruno Mars. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. That guy's a showman. When he did the Super Bowl, man, he left it all out there. He's still probably one of the greatest halftime mm-hmm. performers. I agree. Uh, yeah. As much as people knock halftime shows, they're like, oh, you know. It- I'm kind of get worried about the concert season, though, because yep. to be safe, everybody, a lot of acts punted through the summer. They didn't play with summer. They said, we're yep. coming back in September and October. And now, if you saw Garth, like everyone on Racing Planet Nebraska headed. did Saturday, including yep. Bounce. Everyone saw Garth Brooks. That was his last tour date for 2021. Yep. He canceled the rest of the show for now. Is it selfish of me? I know everybody's like, his oh, stadium date. His stadium date. Think about the yes. money that was made in Lincoln just from that one day. Like, if things get shut down, at least hopefully some of those bars downtown in the rail yard and things were taken care of. Allegedly, no, I, I can't name my source. Right. Um, but allegedly they sold nearly four million dollars in Great. alcohol. That's amazing. Just I in hope the sta- that that's true. Just for the stadiums, for, you know, for money. Uh, th- yeah, that's impressive. That's a lot. Yeah, it was ten dollars a beer, I and they made three million eight hundred seventy thousand dollars off of seventy-two thousand five hundred sixty-two gallons of alcohol. May wow. I have a May I have a glass of alcohol, please? <laughs> yes, thank you. By all means, I just can't imagine going to a concert and not, I mean, I'm glad that they opened it up because I know that there's no booze at Memorial Stadium, but I can't imagine going to a concert and not having a frosty cold one. What percentage of those 72,000 gallons did you contribute to? Um, About 70 to 80 ounces. Or, okay, yeah. all right, that's good. That's not bad. All right, go get vaccinated, wear your mask. Yep. 945, we will see you tomorrow morning. It's a big part of the show. Thanks for listening. It's Channel 941. Squirrel in my bro, big party show. Breast will enlarge, big party show. The radio is on.
sunshine. We believe in a naked America and man breasts. Please spread the peanut butter on your thighs so everyone will know. Big party show. I was going to say, once we all get together, you should have a rule at your parties. You can't talk about television shows or movies you've been watching. Okay. And then it's just silence. It'll be silent for a bit. (laughs) Then it's just quiet. People are like, well, quiet. You have two rules no COVID talk, no Netflix. That is a great Everyone's idea. like, um, uh. <laughs> what makes you wonder what did you talk about before? The Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1.